We cannot restore. We cannot recover. All is lost in the flood of the risen dead. Today, we're talking about the zombie EP by the Devil Wears Prada. So grab your shotgun because it's time to get in the pit. Welcome to in the pit with Oster Nisai. Uh-oh, I did it wrong. In my head, Ooh. I was doing it right. In my head, I was like, oh, say Isai first. I did it wrong. This is get in the pit with Isai and Oster. And I'm Oster. And I am Isai. So should we introduce ourselves? No, I don't like that. I always like to go second. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. We bring this up so much, but it's just friendly intro banter. Yeah, this is a podcast about metalcore. Um, this is oh, yeah, happy Halloween, motherfuckers. This is a Halloween episode, we're releasing our, it a day early. Yeah, it's our Halloween um, spooktacular. Um, I wouldn't call it a spooktacular. Well, that's what I put on the thumbnail. <laughs> okay, sick. <laughs> I, I also um, wouldn't either because it's not like we're like gonna dive into like you know the haunted fucking metalcore band, you're just kind of talking some spooky music and. What if there is yeah. any haunted metalcore bands? What's a metalcore um, band that haunts you? Does um, Gia? <laughs> Gia haunts me. <laughs> um, I like. I am Ghost is the closest I can think of of being spooky. I never listened to them, but like were, them and they Aiden, good. Both of them no, were good. They were, Aiden, they were like good. The, the singer known piece of shit. Oh. Yeah, see, I was so out on that band from day one that I have no idea. Did you know anybody um, that liked Aiden? No. That's good. There's somebody that no I matter knew. The, no matter the rumors you've tried to start. There's somebody that I knew once, and this was way, way, way back in the day. This is like back on the MySpace days, and I used to just be there talking to everybody, trying to get people to go to my band yeah, shows. Being on the, the trains. Yeah, of course, of course. 20,000 friends, you know, what can I say? Um, but I remember I was talking to this girl, and I was like, hey, go to my band show. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm already going to be there. I love I Am Ghost. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> but you, you opened she was for there. I Am Ghost? Yeah. What other bands were on it? I might have been there. I want to say, like, Aesthetic Love, I had to be on it. Oh, then I might have left before they played. Yeah, but you probably were there. And I, I remember, like, I don't know, I was just, like, watching, like, Tyler just play the guitar on stage, but, like, as he was, like, you know, he was warming up, getting shit going. And, like, the guitar player yeah. for I Am Ghost was just, like, looking at him all pissed off because Tyler... By that point, it was just like sweet picking, so he probably just thought he was like showing off. But Tyler's just a psycho, which is like because that's fun for him. And that guy was like, Ugh. because it seemed like he was just showing off, but he wasn't. That's just Tyler. He's just being Tyler. Yeah, should have told him. Maybe he was mad because we didn't look like we loved the fucking misfits or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably. They're like, what's this? This Melkor band doing on here? We want to. We we. They're not wearing any face paint. 
They should have. But we didn't have we didn't have uh, outfits. Um, speaking of the misfits, Ooh. what do you do you do you like spooky stuff? Do you like spooky music? Um, I don't listen to too much spooky music. I would say I listen to like spooky stuff. Like AFI is like my go-to one. Mm-hmm. Um, like the art of drowning and sing the sorrow, like especially like around those times, are like super important to me. Um, getting yeah. into like more alternative and even more so than just like you know, like radio new metal and shit like that, or like drive-through pop punk. And so they're one of the bands that like first was became like Lincoln Park was like one of my first like oh this is my band. Like AFI was another one mm-hmm. like oh this is my band like this is this is for me. Yeah. I listen to the All Hallows EP every October. Does it still hit? It still hits. It's good. I do the same thing. I don't thing know why their Sorrow. version. I don't know why their version of uh, Halloween is like three minutes longer than the Misfits versions, but whatever. <laughs> I, I do sing the Sorrow every year, and I'm like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> um. What, oh, are your, Jenna, what are your Jenna just got it on vinyl too? Ooh, the All Hollows or Sing the Sorrow? Uh, Sing the Sorrow and Art of Drowning. Ooh, oh. Um, what? Okay, since you don't like spooky music, what are bands that you think of when you think of Halloween and spooky spooky music? I mean, I think of I mean AFI like Misfits like mm-hmm. stuff. I, because of you, I think of Danzig. It's your because I dressed up for him as him for Halloween. Yeah, it's like that is why. Like, um, oh, I should, I'll, I should post that picture. I'll post that when we release the episode. Oh hell yeah! And then I don't know. Like, I think of because um, of my sister. Um, I think of Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> my sister's a little bit like a little older than me, but like. Also, like, was a band nerd and then got into, like, heavy music kind of because of me. You was a band nerd? Jenny? Yeah. Yeah, she played the saxophone. What she play? She played saxophone and the French horn. Weird. I never knew that. I used to be... I used to be buds with your sister, too. Weird. God, who fucking wasn't? God damn it. (laughs) Sorry, the Saldana's a cool family. It's okay, and hell, she mar- she married Murphy. I mean, the bass player of my band. So I mean, got nothing. Hey, Brian. Um, <laughs> that one just for us. Um, but um, she also really liked shit like Phantom of the Opera. And then I got her into oh, heavy music yeah. because like she heard like Poison the Well like on like a playlist I had like on a computer. She's like, oh, I really like this. And then so she kind of. Got into heavier stuff, and obviously just being around like me and Murph, like that's what we listen to. And so she found Ice Nine Kills, and it's like Phantom of the Opera, like melodrama and metalcore, and then it, they just do everything based off of horror movies. And it is okay. It's fucking cheesy. I don't like it, but I think <laughs> of them every time because like they have like fucking like like little mini movies as their music videos, and it's like. They're reenacting like a like a horror movie. Like their last records are it's called like the Silver Scream, and like they have like horror movie sound effects in their songs. It's like <laughs> stabbing sound, 
like lady screaming, just shit like that. It's it's so cheesy, but like they cultivated a big audience of people, That's and like, even like Jenna and her friend Paulina were like, if this would have come out like when we were kids, they would have been all about it. Like when like they were like getting oh, yeah. into it, they would have just been all about it. They had their own like fest that had like a horror convention with it, like. They just That's branded why. really well. And the dude, like, 40 yeah. years old, like, they were grinding for, like, 15 years. So I, I got respect for them, but I, I don't like their music. But, like, good for you. Like, they're, they play with Metallica. So. Yeah. Weren't they on that Mayhem Fest we were at? Um, they probably were. Like, probably opening I mean, the side maybe stage. I just, maybe I just know their name because they're on every single festival ever. Yeah, and like I remember, there was a warp tour. We, you were probably it was the last warp tour in Boise. Uh, you were there because like okay. you were hanging out with the rained out one. Uh, no, it was the one that like after it stopped for a while and then it came back to Boise. And Pablo Chelsea Grin played, and we were hanging out with oh, uh, yeah. uh, Garrett like backstage. Like you know, Waka was there. Waka, yeah. yeah. Um, they played right before Cruel Hand, like on a small stage. Oh, and now they're playing like fucking like arenas. Um, so yeah. yeah, they fucking did it. So good for them. Respect, respect oh. the hustle. Also, um, the song "Spooky Scary Skeletons." It's not heavy. <laughs> that song fucking goes. And yeah. of course, sing the, it for the people. The monster mash. It's a graveyard smash. Oh well, yeah, it is. Uh, is it like the monster mash? Yeah. It rips, um, but yeah, it's like the spooky, scary skeletons. Like that song. Like I was at a Halloween party last year. We we're all talking. That comes on. We all just stop and start singing it. So there it is. That checks out. That that just it checks out. Um, I think of a lot of bands, um, but most none of them are like metalcore bands. Um, well, one is uh, Slipknot. They wear costumes. Oh, that makes sense. They dress up every day. Um, I mean ICP. Um, they're they've got the clown makeup. They're dressing up all the time. Um, any band that dresses up, Rob Zombie just feels Halloweeny to me. Yeah, he does. You're right. Um, but yeah, like when it comes to like punk adjacent stuff like i guess the biggest band is the misfits and they kind of cultivated that and i had a, I definitely had a misfits phase and i still listen to them sometimes um but i do have a playlist of like some random songs Ooh. Uh, um do you do you purposely listen to the Misfits? Like you like go to your Spotify and you're like the Misfits, and then hit like play, or it's like I'm putting it on this playlist and I have a couple Misfit songs on this playlist. Um, I haven't done that in a while, um, but um, sometimes like I'll turn it I'll turn it on at work just because like it's punk adjacent, but like it's fun to listen to in the morning. Um, but it's never because it's like an algorithm. I never get to like choose the songs, but they have some like good ass songs. Um, did you ever get into shit like Tiger Army? No, they seem fucking so. Spooky. I never got 
I never got into any like misfits adjacent bands. Unless you count My Chemical Romance, who I didn't start listening to till I was like fucking 23 years old. Oh, I like the first My Chem record. Um, and like, I, I don't mind the hits. I didn't, I don't like anything else after, but that's also because like by that time I was like, it's stupid. Um, if I listen to it now, it's probably fine. Um, yeah, but um, I like, um, I like Danger Days. I think that's a good record. You're the one. And yeah, I'm the one. And then uh, the conventional weapons EPs are probably I haven't listened to them in a while, but from what I remember, it's like their best songs. Makes sense. They're like it's like four EPs. I think it's like like twelve songs. I don't remember, but they're like they're so good, and it's like way late in their career. That's sick. Uh, so ne- ne- never gotten to Psycho Billy. No, no never gotten to Psycho. Never Psychobilly, uh, no, like, horrorcore, no, like, I was never really into, like, Energy, which is, like, a, the hardcore band that was just yeah. AFI, right? Yeah. Um, no, and I didn't get into AFI until I started hanging out with our friend Kelly. They're just That's a band insane. that missed me, and then I heard Miss Murder, and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I know people like fondly look back at that record now, but people hated it then. Yeah, and I bet I think I've listened to it with Kelly, and like all the songs that aren't that are cool from what I remember, but that song is so bad. It's all fine. It just wasn't, it wasn't what I was like, what I would like from them. But like that band wasn't going to always be for me. So. Yeah. And like, you know, you got to make your money. Write a shitty song, make your money. Yeah. Get on fucking radio. Do it. Yeah. Get on Guitar Hero. My, d- my dad liked Miss Murder because it was just on rock radio. <laughs> so. I just want to go to an AFI show and find like the drunk old people dancing <laughs> and singing along to Miss Murder. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, but, but before we get into the record, I have a little bit, I have a little playlist. Um, uh, uh, Bella Lugosi's Dead by Bauhaus. That's a spooky song. It's about Bella Lugosi, the guy that played Dracula and a bunch of other monsters. Kill for You by Twitching Tongues. That just feels spooky. It's about killing for the one you love. That's murderous. Um, Zombie by the Cranberries. Um, there's a song called Halloween 3.5 by Roswell Kid. I like that you like add like like zombie isn't necessarily a spooky song, but the name is spooky. So it's just like yeah. it's yeah. like it's a very open interpretation of spooky. Yeah. Um Thriller by Michael Jackson. The band Thriller. Not the band Thriller, not old X featuring members of Touche Amore. Yes, it is. They played at <laughs> at that game place with like I want to say like Franklin cover up. Probably. I don't think I went. Brady and I did for whatever uh, reason. You will love the Franklin cover up. They were sick. Um, I'm gonna skip all the like silly ones, but uh, Walking with a Ghost by Tiggy and Sarah. Wait, what other what silly there... ones? Do a silly one. Oh, I have a lot. She Wolf by Shakira. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Pet Cemetery by the Ramones. That's a that's a that's a good song. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Ghost Town by the Specials. I, oh, um, okay. So this is our second time recording this episode. We got lost in the yes. ether, and I had the same reaction when you said the specials last time that I had this time. I'm just Why not any specials. I just I don't like them. I don't like you. We're gonna go on a little Scott tangent. So I don't like. I, like... I, I play trumpet. Just letting you know. What's the point of playing trumpet if you're not gonna play Scott? I don't know. There's no point if you're punk adjacent at all, and you know how to play a brass instrument, and you're not in a ska band. Then all your cred's gone. I think I didn't like. So my initial introduction to ska was like all this shitty like ska bands like of the '90s, and then like mm-hmm. also like the OC Supertones. Hell yeah! And so it's like I didn't have a good starting point for ska. So then by then, yeah, it just I wasn't gonna like it. Um, but I was I listened to Scott. I was into like Less Than Jake and um the song by Suicide Machines that was in um Brink. Um the song Give. Um oh. but I heard the specials for the first time at the BSU sub. Cause I used to go there and play Dance Dance Revolution. Me too. And they had a, they had a song on there. They had a special song called Little Bitch, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I like this. So that's how I got into the specials. Then, so it's weird because like, especially like older ska is really influenced by like reggae, mm-hmm. and I can't stand reggae. So, oh, that's I somebody that haunts me. That fucking reggae guy. <laughs> God, he's so cool. I saw Saw the other day, and I'm like, you know, if anybody deserves to be put in a Saw trap, it's that guy. Uh, there's a there's a guy on Instagram who uh does reggae covers of every song ever. So he'll do fucking under oath and he'll, he did a turnstile song. Um, and then he'll do like Soundgarden. This reggae covers of this and it haunts me. It's bad. And I, I have watched all of them and sent most of them to Isai just cause it bold. makes me laugh. It's bold. It, it, the thing is, I think what's bad about it is that I watch them. And like I could just skip them, but I hate watch it. And like Gabe and I, I do, do this to each other. Our like our friend Gabe, obviously producer Gabe. Um, he um will send each other stuff that piss like that pisses ourselves off, and then pisses mm-hmm. the other person off just to get a little mad. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just want to get mad online. I mean, I say things to you guys I don't believe just to make you mad. Oh yeah, I think we do the same too. Yeah, it's That's funny. What... I I love getting a rise out of people. Thing here, really I do it. Person. I do it to all my friends. Um, well, as you have read in the title, we're talking about the zombie EP by The Devil Wears Prada. Um, what's what's your history with 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 Prada? Oh, Prada. So, um, with Prada, I remember the listening to my MySpace. Dogs can grow mm-hmm. beards all over. And it's true, mm-hmm. they can. 
um, I downloaded I downloaded those songs. Like I had those demos on my iPod. Like before there was even like Dear Love, you had the demo ones. Was it yep. like Texas is South and something like that? There's like one with like Diet Coke or Coke or something. I don't yeah, remember. I I think I I had three, and I think yeah, Texas is, was one, and then Dogs was another one. Yeah, old dogs. Um, but yeah, I just found them on MySpace. I'm like, this is cool, and I liked the rock riff. Uh, that's who I was as a person. Um, I liked the yeah. like a nice little southern rock riff. Um, it was sw- Swords, Dragons, and Diet Coke. Oh, okay. That was another one. That I remember. Yeah, I remember listening to Dogs a lot. That's the Slick Jacket one, right? Yeah, that's the Slick Jacket one. Okay, okay. Um, I like and, the I like the the corny keyboard breakdown in that song. Oh, it's like dunk him. It hits yep. like that. Oh, I hated it. Um, I liked <laughs> it, but I hate it now. Um, but yeah, I just got into them. I remember I was bummed when they like were supposed to be on a show at the the Warriors headlining and. Like they dropped off, but like I don't know, like and then like they had a second record that came out that had like like HTML rules, dude, and hey John, what's your name again, and all that shit. And by then it was like starting mm-hmm. to get a little corny for me. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm getting uh, maybe I'm not into this anymore. When they released a third record uh, with Roots Above and Branches Below, and I just fucking I did not like it. Like it was just not for me. Um, it was super cheesy, corny. Riffs kind of sucked. It was very like they were signed to Rise Records, and they were kind of the forefathers of like Rise Records core. Um, mm-hmm. Upward headbang with a little swoop going up. You know what I mean? People, if you listen to music, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but years later, I was in a hardcore band, and myself and the other guitar player, uh, Randy, Andy, Shout out, Randy, Andy McCutcheon. Uh, we both liked shit like Architecture, Bring Me the Horizon, and I was a big fan of like Bring Me's like later stuff. Um, and so was he. So we'd be like doing like a Northwest run that we did, and it's like we made everybody listen to Metalcore. Um, and he was like, "Dude, some of the later fucking Prada stuff is sick." And so he showed me like Death Throne, and then I kind of listened to the next one um, that was after that, which was like eight eighteen. And I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." It's heavy. I'm like, okay, I get this a bit more. But then again, like, just fell off, didn't really care. And then Murphy got super into the Zombie 2 EP, Z2, and, mm. which came out, like, two years ago. And so I listened to him, like, oh, this is heavy. So, But then they also had some just shit. Like, I always go back to this cover that they did. Um, who was it? Um, Julian Baker? Yep. It's and, atrocious. And I made your like I made you show your wife that. Like, yeah, so my wife is like an indie soft girl. She loves uh like Julian Baker and stuff like that. And so like um her she says my music is scary and gives her anxiety. Um but that's because I usually just show her like fucking ceremony and concealed blade. And then everything we're everything we're listening to for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> she did bang her head to Misery Signals the other day though, so that was tight. Hell yeah, that is tight. <laughs> um, but so yeah, she heard this, and it's I. Here's what I'll say: 
If I was a fan of Julian Baker and a fan of Devil Wears Prada, I probably would like it a little more. But because I have this vision of who Prada is in my head, which, spoiler, has changed since listening to this specific EP. Same. Um, it's, it's a terrible cover. It's just, it's, it's bad. I, I think maybe, maybe it's because like I towed the line of this, like kind of the, of trying to be like maybe like metalcore that's a little like trying to be too creative and too artsy. And then also kind of like what like heavier music is as far as this, like it's like a lot of aggression. And I towed the line of that mm-hmm. pretty good on some stuff. I'm not saying like it was good music, but just like I tried to like balance it out when I'm writing it, when I was writing it. Now yeah. I just play breakdowns with dissonance a lot more, which is a lot of fun. But yeah. um, it, it it was like the like I don't know. It just like seems so up its own. That's like we're covering Julian Baker. We're yeah. We're gonna do, we're gonna do it so artsy, and there, there's gonna be kind of yells. It I don't know. To me, it was just like see. That's whatever. what that's. I think that's the thing that got me is. Um, God, I don't even remember what song it is. Um, but I don't like the that metalcore scream sing. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's like that yelly like. I'm. This is like the first band that always comes to my head that does those yells is like Law Dispute, like being as a notion, like kind of trying to be like we're super poetic and tortured and. It, it yeah. just but seems, like, but, but like the metalcore version is like, uh, like what Bring Me does, where it's like, especially Bring Me the Horizon, like later on, where it's like almost, uh, like that Can You Feel My Heart song, yeah, like the vocals are, but I think he's good at it. Um, one day we'll talk about them and you'll get me flipped on them too, I bet. Um, but Semper Turtles, um, such a good record. Um, I like Chelsea Smile. Great, uh, great song. That's a fun song. But they covered Sour Breath by Julian Baker, which is the song that like has an emotional arc through it. And they hit it at all the wrong parts of the song. It's like they didn't understand the song very well. I don't know. Um, Julian Baker rocks, though. You should listen to her. She likes Under Oath. Who doesn't? I'm telling the listeners, not you. Um, but like she grew up listening to like Christian metalcore, so she's sick. Again, who didn't? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people didn't. My wife didn't. Uh, we're gonna get a time machine. We're gonna go back. <laughs> Here's Under Oath. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. And um, I'm like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> no, my favorite thing about about Russell is that. Um, we don't, I mean, we relate on like other stuff, but like the most punk adjacent band she ever listened to was the blood brothers. And I think that's the weirdest one. That is the weirdest to, like, one. Randomly find. Like, you know, what? I don't like a lot of this stuff, but like one of the sassiest, spazziest, weirdest bands, like I like them. <laughs> She there was a girl she had a crush on who made her a CD and that song was on it. Which was it? Love rhymes with hideous car crash. Um, I think it was. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, I get but, that a little uh, bit more. 
Um, and yeah, that's just a tangent about my wife. Um, she also loves the song, um, the Creed song that's like I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking. I I unironically likes it. Um, that was her. You know that meme that went around like what was the album when you were thirteen and you no one cared about you. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, that was hers. Okay, yours was P.O.D. Alive. Her, Mine was Linkin Park. Yeah, Hybrid yeah. Theory. Hers was that Creed record. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> she was in. She was into Creed before I was. <laughs> Our friendship also, started with Creed. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. This podcast wouldn't exist without Creed. Yeah, we were in a we were in a message we were on a message board and uh, we just said. We wanted to start a straight edge. We were both at straight edge at the time, and we wanted to start a straight edge Creed cover band called X Creed X. Yeah, and the rest is history. Yeah, and we <laughs> and we had the and we had the same wallet. Those are the two things. The, the same Nintendo wallet from Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> and we loved metalcore, and, and people from Payette. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Different people. Well, no. Same I guess group. They, we were all 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 is the same group. Yeah. And then one one left that group and went to your group, and then the group split. And then one just kept like going back and forth between. Yeah, me. Well, that too. <laughs> um, but yeah. Also, um, um my, this yes, this record. Um, the reason yeah. why we chose Prada, we all have one person to thank. Yeah, Emma, Dr. Blurg. So for those not in the know, we used to be in a, uh, not be in, I guess be in, but like we used to do a, a pro wrestling podcast for years, and we had, we mm-hmm. had a fan, one, <laughs> um, Emma, Dr. Blurg, and uh, she would just be like, I just listened to us for, I don't know why, like, how they found us. Like, I, um, I think uh, Zach posted our link in a different wrestling podcast uh, Facebook group. Okay. And that's how. Okay. But yeah. Um, we would have, we would have Borg on as a guest, always chatting mm-hmm. and found out just recently. Secret scenester. Mm-hmm. And that blew my they mind. Were, the, uh, she was so hyped when we, uh, put on did the, the day to remember record. Yeah, and so um, they will definitely be um, on the attack attack one. I already I already yep. said that to you, Oster, for the their self titled the one with the blue cover. Um, not specifically because yeah. that is, that'll be later and that'll be a way more angry podcast. Um, <laughs> that record the shits. You're telling me that band got better. Um, they did, but it's not like it's much. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah. Um, but your history, because I went through mine. Oh yeah. Um, I got I downloaded the songs on MySpace. Um, I I feel like I must have listened to their first record. Uh, but I don't know if I ever listened to Plagues. Like, I think I just... 
I just kind of, well, 07 is when I started falling off a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, also, wow, the re-release cover of Plagues is atrocious. Um, but yeah, I don't remember like being too into them, I guess. Like, I like those demos, and then they were always just a corny joke to me, you know? They were one of the joke bands. Yeah, it's like you didn't um, take them too seriously. It's especially because, like, like the, like the fucking like southern rock riff part. It's like, <laughs> yeah, fun, uh, whatever. Those losers. Yeah, and um, I think I only saw them that one time at Mayhem Fest when they opened for Slayer, and well, Motorhead was first, right? Was it Motorhead then Slayer? Motorhead Slayer. Sl- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they opened for Motorhead and, um, literally no one watched them. We were sitting back on the grass and no one, we, no one paid attention. They, they should not have played main stage. They should have played the metalcore stage. Cause it wasn't like, as like dying, I think was like headlined the, the small stage at the metalcore stage. And there was like upon a burning body. We saw Anthrax on a side stage. Yeah, just throw Anthrax. I, I guess they wanted a good headliner for the smaller stage. But it's like throw yeah. as as dying that fucking wife murderer. Just throw him on there and be like, because at least to me, like that's way more. That's way more like of that ilk. Like where people would probably get yeah. it a bit more. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so they just had a bad spot. So, like, we weren't really paying attention, really. Um, I couldn't tell you one thing about their set. Like, we didn't even really make fun of it. Um, But, yeah, and then that's really it. I mean, I know that, um, Andy, you've told me multiple times how much they defend Prada. Um, But, yeah, I just... I wasn't ever really into them. And now I might be. I had always, like, even like when he, like Andy would show me, I always had like, this preconceived notion of like what Prada was just from like that era of like the late 2000s, early 2010s. I'm like, oh, fuck them. who cares? Well, and they were doing what every other one of those bands was doing, you know? Yeah. They were, and it worked for them. Like, there, I would say, like, in this genre, they're one of the top, yeah. you know? Like, them, Bring Me the Horizon, that fucking Architects band. I oh, feel I like those are the bands, those are the bands, like, at the top, right? Except yeah. Prada never went fucking just rock. Yeah, I think, and then Prada, like, fell, fell off that, like, scale. Oh, really? Are they smaller now? Yeah, like they're doing like club tours. It's like they're doing like the metalcore dropouts tour and just announced like a round two that's coming to Boise. And oh, she's like, Do we have like we have to go to this, don't we? I'm like, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, we said that about Under Oath too, and I didn't go to that, but I did. But it's also, I, I love it Under Oath. Be. Yeah, I think I was real busy that night though. Um, but yeah, on- this one is uh. As Prada and Counterparts, two bands that we will have talked about. Yeah. 
But yeah, I don't um, know. They they did fall off of that like a few years back. Like they think they were like on like they were one of the top ones, then fell. Um, and so, but they're still going. But do you think are these the same size as they remember at this point? No, smaller. Smaller. Okay. Okay. They don't remember had that. Well, because it the, like they they're also doing kind support of did... tours for Rise Against or whatever. Yeah, like they they got like that level. Yeah. Fuck, Rise Against. That's a thing. I don't think of that much, but every time I listen to like some of their old stuff, I'm like, oh, that ain't mm-hmm. too bad. Yeah, I think there's a couple songs. One song from Guitar Hero I liked. Um, I never, I never got into them. Jenna did. It's the Chicago thing, so. Oh, are they Chicago? Yeah. Okay, okay. So I, much. Oh, that's a. There's another spooky band, Alkaline Trio. Oh yeah, Alkaline Trio is very spooky. Mm-hmm. I didn't wear enough black to like them. I I like uh, some of their songs. Um, there's a there's an e there's a a split where Alkaline Trio and um, Hot Water Music cover each other's songs, and the Hot Water Music versions of the Alkaline Trio songs are my favorite Alkaline Trio songs, but <laughs> actually one of them's my favorite, one of my favorite Hot Water Music songs. It's just, they 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 play the songs Alkaline Trio wrote so much better than Alkaline Trio. I love Hot Water Music. That's kind of sick, to be honest. <laughs> um, but we've been dancing around it. Um, I guess we'll give a little history. Um... Prada, the the devil wears Prada. I can't just call I'll call him Prada from here on out. Uh, they're a metalcore band from Dayton, Ohio. Um, started in two thousand five, and never stopped. Also, their release is very, very, very consistent. Also, their band isn't. Oh, I guess their name is from the the book, The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Um not the movie, but um Also, remember when every band was named after a book? Yeah. That they probably never read or like one person read like the surname now. Yeah. Like I mean, how's I die? That's one. <laughs> um but yeah, so they've one, two, three, four. They've got eight full-length records, and that's insane. No big gaps. The biggest gap is 2016 to 2019, which isn't that crazy. Yeah, three years usually in album cycles too, so it's only a year off. Yeah. Um. So they've been consistent. Um. They so they released the zombie EP. Um, but real quick, what I found, they've done the zombie sequel, okay? There's one in the middle called Space. They did an EP in this vein that's like a, a concept record about space. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I just I just found it out while browsing their Wikipedia. That sounds... <laughs> badass um but the zombie ep 
was released uh, August 23rd, 2010 on Ferret Records. I didn't know Ferret was still going at that time. I want to say like that was like, a, it has to be like their last release. And so, because like they like um, dissolved after that, they got bought out by, um, it was like Warner, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, but this, um, what did I want to say? Fair records. Oh, um, it's, they've, they stated that it has the fastest music they've ever written and admitted that it draws a strong influence from the likes of Slayer and Hatebreed. Hell yeah. It is also, this is, I fucking know it's good. This is my favorite line. It is also the first release by the band that does not feature humorous song titles. It's true. Like it was, most, it was like it all made sense with it, which is like kind of cool. And then it was also recorded by legendary metalcore producer Joey Sturgis. Yes. Um. Well, see, do you say? Oh, everything. So, um, he did. So he did, like, all the other product records. He's done um, For the Fallen Dreams, My Children, My Bride, um, Sea okay. of Treachery, Attack, Attack, A Plea for Purging, Oceano, Miss May I, A Color Morale, Asking Alexandria, and so much more. <laughs> um, so I'm doing some browsing. It seems like this was a turning point for the band in general. Like, yeah. Dead Throne, um, which is after the Zombie EP, there's no no silly song titles. Yeah. Um, and, and then it, after that, it's like the silliness went away. They're not silly fun guys anymore. They're like, we're, we like Slayer now. Yeah, they wear suits now. Um, no, but I think like they like kind of leaned into the heavier stuff more for a while. Okay. And so the, it was um, at least for a couple records, and I think that's what um, like the stuff like the Andy Light was around then, and maybe that's like from like maybe that's like where we needed to dive in more because we remember the other stuff, but it's like now mm-hmm. it's like oh like they're heavy now they're trying to be serious now and like it was actually like I don't know metalcore. That was like not just like cheesy, but more so like just like, oh, we like metal whips and here's some breakdowns, you know? Yeah. But I don't um, know. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. As, I mean, okay, I don't know if we've said this before. We tried to re- record this episode already. Well, we did record it and it got lost. So we're doing it again because we wanted it out for Halloween. Um, <clears throat> I like I don't remember what I was going to say after that. Um my brain just broke. I'm a professional podcaster, baby. Um but this yeah, this record kind of like it changed my opinion on them. Same here. Um they're not they yeah. But so I'm going to describe it real quick and then we'll get into it. Um, it is, it's called zombie. You know what it's about? It's about zombies. It's a concept record 
about zombies. So normally we like go into the lyrics and stuff. Um, here's what I'll say, just a blanket statement. Uh, the lyrics are not bad. Um, and they're not like poorly written. He's just telling us they're, they're just telling a story and it's actually done pretty well. And like coming into this, I was like, Oh man, this is going to be so fucking corny. And it's not, it should be like the band, the devil wears Prada, um, coming off of a record that has a song called, um, big wiggly sassafras, big wiggly style assistant to the regional manager. Ooh, they referenced the office. Wow. Um, yeah, like, like, bad, corny, mm-hmm. silly, goofy. And then they they put this thing out, and I bet they lost some fans. I bet people were like, oh, this isn't what I like. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but what's wild is that, like, looking at, like, the, like, everything, it, it was, like, a peak position on the Billboard 200 was 10. That's insane like number two rock album when it was released like that's fucking wild that's that is wild it just shows like um, for a while like metalcore like was getting huge well and uh people quit buying music uh but um punk adjacent people never quit buying music you know it's true it's all about I mean, I wouldn't call the Devil Wars Prada a DIY band, but when you're um when you're growing up, especially in in the scene, even if it, it's not a DIY band, it's like, oh, I want to support the band, you yeah. know? So like you buy their music. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. But let's let's get into it. Uh, starts with a song called "Escape." It has like a a little cinematic intro. Yeah, and then it's just like super heavy. I think it's a good opener. I'm a sucker, as we realized, for a good opening track. Um, yeah, the like fucking heavy riff with like those fucking guitar squeals. I thought was sick. Um, yes, good breakdowns. And uh, yeah. Yeah, the breakdowns are fucking good on this 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 little thing, um, but like, there's there's a lot of little sounds in the background that like hit hard. Like there's a, like a door slamming, and they just add there's like little keyboard parts that aren't very corny. Um, his <laughs> vocals fit with the music really well. Yeah, I I think like the. I think a lot of it before was like on their other records, the keyboard stuff was so fucking corny. Um, yes. Like I had a song on their other record that literally would be like, had like fucking like, I call it like Mortal Kombat hits of like an orchestra hit. It was like, of like, or like whole orchestra little hits on these notes. And it was the cheesiest thing before like a shitty breakdown. And here they use like the synth and textures and like sounds and mm-hmm. everything's really well and kind of almost compose it like a movie or a TV show because it is a concept. And so you can use those mm-hmm. types of kind of 
you know, you can download your fucking creepy horror movie fucking sound pack, kind of add some of those things in to add just a nice little, nice little flavor, a little seasoning, little yeah. Lowry's. Um, this song has a, a breakdown with a siren in it, which is a thing that I love. Um, uh, the song Pulse of the Maggots, I fucking love it. It doesn't have the um, haze, but hey, it's good enough. No, it's got a it's got a siren. I love a tornado siren. Um, that was another one then, of your fake bands, wasn't it? Tornado siren? Yeah. No, but that's a good fucking band name. I thought that was one of your fake bands that just like like during all the breakdowns just had a tornado siren. That was one of your joke bands. I mean, it's probably something me and Brian talked about. Yeah. Okay. We love tornado sirens together. I think Life Ruiner had a tornado siren. Hell yeah. I tried to add one in when OCS was going new metal and nobody was in. That's stupid. Tornado sirens are sick. Uh, There's also a zombie sound gun breakdown. Just a breakdown with guns in it. Hell yeah. They're ahead of the time. it It should be silly, but it's not. It's badass. They did it like. I think it was like it was earnestly done. It's like, hey, we have this yeah. cool story we want to do, and we want to have music and sounds that set the mood for that story. And so it was done mm-hmm. like, with the, like, we don't want to be cheesy about it. We actually kind of want to tell this story. Mm-hmm. And I, I also feel like the singing is laced well. Um, yeah. It's not, there's never too much. Except in one song. But yeah. there's, um, it's like, when you think of this kind of music, it's like constant, like back and forth. And most bands don't do that well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with this band, it was just, with this song, it was just done well. It's yeah. a good song. This is, Escape is a good song. Yeah, I like it. Um, the singing, like they do, they do it better in a different song, but like it doesn't annoy me as much as like a lot of their other stuff did with the singing, but they're really high scene mm-hmm. metalcore singing. Um, it was good. Yes. I got, I got no beef. I, I like it. It's a heavy song and the squeals are sick. Anytime you're like, in a song. I'm in. <laughs> um, anatomy. Starts um, with a fucking chainsaw. Yeah. That's so sick. Uh, and I like the opening <laughs> riff too. So, yeah, the opening riff is sick. Um, I don't love the fast part, which is weird for me to say. I love a fast part. Yeah, you do love a fast um, part. But so, like the first, the first breakdown is cool. Yeah, I like the but first not, breakdown not, in it. Um, I like it has some like like the like the heavy riff like at two minutes is cool. Um, yeah, is that like the new metal one? Yeah, I love that new metal part. Rocks. Um, oh, and the keys are annoying on this song, though. Yeah, I agree. Like, the keys are annoying, and then like I like the build up to the singing part, but it feels like it's building mm-hmm. to a breakdown, and then it goes into the yeah. singing part, and it's like mm-hmm. that's where to me like it gets a little too like scenester, like metalcore, like scene metal singing. I'm like, oh, I don't know, could have could have done something cooler there. Um, just on the outside looking in, but overall, I mean, it's cool riff stays, it's, it's pretty heavy and that, that I like a new metal riff, like a good Slipknot riff. Yeah. So. 
I like a song that says I'm on the outside and I'm looking in. I can see through you, see through your true colors. Yeah. Because inside you're ugly, ugly like me. Is that stained? It might be. I just I just hear that song at work sometimes. And I'm like, you know, this kind of rocks. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Anatomy's not my favorite. No. Um, I'm re- I'm re- I'm remembering our discoveries from the last the last episode when we tried to record it. Um, outnumbered. Um, it has like radio talking about the invasion. Yeah. Get you, get you. It really does kind of engulf you into the whole concept with all the random stuff they add. Yeah. Do you think they need to make this a stage show too? Like do like the defeater. And it's like uh, more reenactment be... and then like a live action like walking dead ass thing. I mean would I watch it if they did a production of it and streamed it? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> would I go would I travel to see it? No. By travel, do you mean like drive like twenty five minutes to Boise? No, I mean like hours to a new town. Oh no, 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 not at all. But it's like they're like we're doing a live stage of this. I'm like okay, but let's go. I'm imagining just give them a whole ass theater, like Ooh. let them do it in a theater in front of a live audience, but also film it. Have zombies coming down the aisles. Have them playing. Um, it's not a show. It's it's a it's a play. It's an experience. But they're they're the live music. Okay, gotcha. So it's like there's a play that's going on, and it's like the music and everything is like what's like they're acting it out. Yeah, I just I coined the term. It's a metalcore musical. Hell yeah, them and then Defeater. Like, oh my god, you, could, <laughs> you have the war reenactment. You have the zombie one. Now now we see the I guess the space one they have so. Yeah, um, man, think about that. You know how they had the Green Day one? I want someone to write a metalcore musical. It's probably just based around different metalcore songs. God, I thought an Under Oath one would be would be rough. <laughs> be a rough story. Just a lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah, drugs and Jesus. The Under Oath story. <laughs> That is like fucking true though. Drugs and Jesus, the other story. Um, your Rocky wow. hoodie looks like it says Ricky. My Ricky hoodie. Yeah, yeah Ricky. it is. It's um, I loved. I used to love. I love Lucy, but only the Ricky Ricardo parts. Okay, fair. So I got same. a hoodie. I got a hoodie based on it. Um, that was a bad riff. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're still talking about outnumbered, right? Yeah, um, it's super heavy. Okay. Uh, I like the use yes. of like all the double kick and then like the find mm-hmm. your post, find your shelter. I really like this is the singing I want them to do more. Um, it's the best version of it, yeah, it, it's a little lower on the register. They kind of mix it with the screaming. Um, it's still it's like a little a, bit, it's still a chorus. Um, I like the part like with the panning. Um, and they have like a melodramatic ass keys part at the end of it. I, I, I like that. Um, yeah. like, um, the P there's like piano in the background of the song. That's really nice. Yeah. 
Um, and then there's there's the part right before the breakdown that's like super symphonic sounding. Mm-hmm. And I know you were talking about how that's corny when they do it right before a breakdown, but like with the key orchestra, but this one feels like it wasn't just one note of an orchestra, you know? Yeah. It, like it's like a, it's it just felt symphonic. It like yeah. it reminded me of bleeding through. It, it's like a um, a movie score ass type instead of just like something like boop boop boop, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz like no boop boops. Like, um, but I love boop boops. Yeah, that's fine. You did like Hello Goodbye. They had there were just so many boop boops. They were boop boops. Yeah. Um did you ever listen to the Missy like Signals record um Absent Light? I have not. No, not yet. So they had some like 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 actual like strings being played on that, like parts that were like oh sick. Actually composed with that and there's one part I always just refer to it as like, oh, this is like a fucking Batman ass part, like in, like from a movie, um, which is, it's it's really cool, but it's like it reminds me more of that than it did of like I have this cool orchestra patch on my micro cord. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, the breakdown of this song is fucking rocks. Yeah. Um, revive. That new metal riff that it starts with is so fucking sick. I so I I actually wrote notes for this one just because we did it. We recorded this once, and I'm like, I'm gonna actually write notes for this one so I can remember my trains of thought, um, just in case it happens again and it gets lost in the ether again, which it shouldn't, but just in case, I did it. Yeah. My first, I have like five notes on this song. This is one of the most ones I have. Good new riff at the beginning. Barry Slipknot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and like I don't know if we stated it on this show, but I love Slipknot. Same. Like it started as a joke and then became so real. And like Slipknot is a hardcore band, uh, as Gorsenio Hall of Two Minutes to Late Night said. Slipknot is a hardcore band. Oh yeah, and then like one of the best live bands I've ever seen. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. Hands down. <laughs> yeah. I realize. Do you want to know what my two are? Ooh. It's Slipknot and Death Cab for Cutie. When I saw them at the Morrison Center. <laughs> oh, that's sick. I just think the the polar opposite of that is very funny to me. That is. Um. But yeah, because we saw Slipknot together at that Mayhem Fest, and I saw them more yeah. recently, like when they came to the fucking Idaho Center, and they were oh, yeah. so fucking good. Just yeah, the hits sound like the hits, um, but even better. Never seen a frontman just like fucking like so in control of his crowd. Just like it's yep. insane. It's super cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so if there's if we hear Slipknot in any band, we're gonna like it. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> um, there's um, there's a breakdown with screams. Yeah. Just screaming in it. Yeah. But not like metalcore screams, like someone screaming like they're getting murdered. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to read you my next part, um, just verbatim okay. for my notes, because I actually put, like, goes into a cool breakdown, and then I said, melodramatic-ass metalcore riffing after, piano-ass breakdown, another piano-ass breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, I like the tone, but could lose the piano, upward headbang-ass part. 
What? Oh, is that like? Yes. So he's doing. Like, oh, okay. Up, that's like oh, you gotta okay. do like the one, two, three, then up on four. Like God, that was the up. dumbest fucking thing. Yeah, but it's like that's like a part that was like made for that. Like one time, I forgot who it was. I was like, oh, what's this band sound like? And then they just did that, and they put their hand in front to like do like the hair. I'm like, oh, got it. Know exactly what they sound like, and he was right. That's that's incredible. Um, but yeah. The the parts you didn't like, I did like. Um, there's oh. like a another symphonic keyboard part that I think is cool, and I think that might be one of the piano parts you were talking about. Yeah. Um, it's 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 after the breakdown. Um. Uh, I think the chorus is is good on this song, but it does go on too long. Yeah. Like at the like because they. They repeated a lot at the end, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the they have that part that has, like, the Slipknot Barrier Dead tone, but then it has the piano in it. Yeah. I'm like, just do the tone. Just do the tone for me. That's all I want. <laughs> um, And then the second breakdown that has a bunch of keys stuff, I think is sick. That's, that's where I fall out a little bit. Yeah. But, I, I mean, like, I was into, like synth except i didn't keep listening to prada so maybe i wasn't that as into it as i thought i was you were you're dabbling i was dabbling i didn't go full gabe never go full gabe (laughs) who was just listening to man what if he got really into this kind of metalcore what if i wish i wish he wasn't one of those god same here it could have been me but i I liked under singles too much yeah, you should have embraced it more. You guys Ugh. should have fucking went corny. Brady Brady would would be a good <clears throat> a good singer for that. Um Gabe playing keys. Oh man. Yeah, M- M- Murphy, Murphy Murphy Murphy's uh, your big ear cred guy. Yeah, exactly. And I'd be like the guy like God. wearing a hate breed shirt, I'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah, you guys okay, man, bring it back. Put Gabe back in the band. And then um, we are, this is another tangent. Um, but just speaking of that, it's like Gabe and I talked about, like if we would have ended up like keeping like Tyler and Victor in the band, like we could have pivoted to like corny, like hair metal, like solos with Tyler and just shredding. Like, oh, hell crazy. yeah. Um, this would have been huge. You would have been, you would have been third support for a day to remember tours. Exactly. But we didn't, <laughs> I wanted to be, I, I like to delay pedal too much. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be corny. I should have just been corny. Yeah, because like these bands like delay pedal, but they do it cornily. Yeah, I wanted to do it Ms. Sigsley. <laughs> you wanted to do it good. Yeah. And whether or not I did is not this podcast. <laughs> um, Survivor. I I, I um, like that they like most of the songs have like a very defined intro. Yes, yes, and this one starts like a hatebreed song. Yeah, it's just like fucking like maybe it's just those kind of intros where it's just like okay, it's kind of an ass beaten part. Um, they have like yeah. that snare and bass part that I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like it gets a bit under oathy, and then like it's the epic part. Yeah, I think like. I think this whole song is kind of boring. Yeah. Like, I think 
like I feel like I because I listened to it right before we recorded and like it was mostly passively, but like I didn't feel any riffs. It just kind of felt like it wasn't riffy. It was just like I don't know how to describe it. It just felt empty. The song kind of just felt it really fe- one note. It felt like a like more of a soundscape and not like the riffs. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, there was singing behind it and all that stuff, but it wasn't like I don't know. It wasn't a good closer to this. I will say, and I said this last time, I like that they, instead of having it end just with like the under oath part, like they did just go into breakdowns. <laughs> so. Yeah, yes. But this is the most boring, one of the most boring breakdowns on the record. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's good though. I, I like that, like that they went for that instead of like having the big, just like, under oathy, like, oh, here's this big thing. I mean, I fucking did that too on records. Like, I think I've done that yeah. like on like three records. Nope, two records. Um, <laughs> one of them I didn't. Um, but yeah, I get it. I also like under oath too, and I like big, big parts that are like, oh, here's the big release with all this cool prettiness and delay pedal. But then I like that they're like, and here's some breakdowns for you to finish it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So ultimately, there's th- two good songs, two great songs, two okay songs, and one bad song. Right? Is that what we decided? Yeah, I I like two songs a whole lot. Escape and Outnumbered. I thought like really really good. Um. Yeah. I think that um, Anatomy and Revive are good. And yes. now um this changed from last time. I think Survivor is fine. It's there. Okay. Okay. Because when I listened um, to it again, like right again, like right before we were doing this, I was setting it up and I had this whole thing going. Um I'm like, oh I mean this is a bit more boring and I just was kind of stoked before that's like, hey, at least he ended up with the breakdown and now I had a little bit more time to reflect. And so yeah. Um I just gotta say I um opened my Excel sheet for this and uh, highlighted the row because we've already um, rated this one and the sum is 69. Hell yeah, it is. Um, so, yeah, we've already rated it, um, but let's do it again. Um, we've, got a, we've got a scale. Um, if you li- haven't listened to, it, b- listened to us before, you'll, you'll figure it out. Um, we, we judge it on a criteria one out of five. Sometimes we break it and go to six. Um, but yeah, I never explained this. I don't know why I am now. Um, uh, Oshworthy, uh, last time I, I, I tried to put the scores in order. Um, but I don't know if one of us said five, one of us said 4.5. Do you stick with that? Yeah, that's fine. Um, because I I think I put five because I wasn't expecting it to be so hard. Yeah, and it shocked me. And even though not every song I think is great, this is like this is it's still really good. 
it's really fun to listen to. And I mean, it helps that it's only 22 minutes. Yeah, it's not a chore, which I, I think yeah. is good for them. It's not a fucking chore. Yeah. Uh, which brings us to repeatability. Last we, time we both gave it a four. I agree. Like when I listened to it, like before we did this, is to get a nice little refresh. I was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. this rocks. So. Yeah. I I agree. Like it's like it's still even the songs I don't like, it's like they're over soon enough. Yeah. And there's only five songs, which which also kind of this score isn't canon like the other scores are because it's not a full record, so it's not really fair. Um we're just doing it for fun. So when it when it comes to like um like judging it against, say, uh, the episode that came out today, "Stick to Your Guns," where that record's a fucking mess. It's not really f- fair. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Anyway, it doesn't hold up. We both gave it a three last time. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think that's fine. Like it. Um. I think a big part of this podcast is us talking through these things. Uh, but, um. It's, I mean, the music is, I mean, the best I've heard from this band. I'll say that. Yeah. And, um, and I haven't dove into their other stuff. Um, and I think one of the reasons why we gave repeatability so high as well is that it made us want to dive into them more. Yeah, that's true. If that's not clear from this episode, like, if you see me posting Prada songs on my Instagram story, leave me alone. All right? Yeah, fucking mind your I business. Still have- I still haven't because once we record a band, uh, besides like Misery Signals, I need a break from that band. Um, yeah. so like, um, well, okay, except for Converge, Misery Signals, and Poison the Well, <laughs> those are the three bands. But I didn't explore their other records. I just listened to the songs I liked. When it comes to Misery Signals, like, you know, I listen to a Victim of Target at least once a week. Um, you guys need to cover that. Please. I've actually said at least that just the just the breakdown at least. Just to be this, I mean, it's like a two minute. It's a it's always a breakdown. Yeah, just let me fucking wreck people and myself. <laughs> I'll do it. I promise. Um, okay. aesthetic. Um. We both gave it a 3.5 last time. Um, like, it's hard to judge because we base aesthetic on what the record looks like. And the record cover is what you would think it would be. Um, it's a, a power line on a cloudy day. It's gray as fuck. Trees in the background. It's foggy. Um, but, like, this band, like, I mean, yeah, I guess they look like they make this kind of music. Yeah. But, like, yeah. So, um, but it's not like, it's not anything crazy aesthetically, you know? Yeah. And I think they nailed the aesthetic, like musically, they nailed it really well with the little keys and the screams, the Mm -hmm. door slammings, the little uh, shotgun, all that shit. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Should we bump it up? Bump it to, bump it to an average of four. Just give it four. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't think about the little flourishes in the music itself, but that is important. Um, influence. Uh, we both gave it a two. 
and I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's because we, we try to base it off the record. We do try to base it off the record, but um, I still... I guess it's influencing us to maybe check out more of this band. Yeah. That's why it gets a, a two, not a one. Sure. Wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Wait a tick. Sorry, I'm doing I'm doing stuff in my Excel sheet. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. I thought the number didn't change when I bumped up the aesthetic, but it did. Okay. So Moshworthy, we've got an average of 4.75. Repeatability, an average of 4. Uh, does it hold up? An average of 3. Aesthetic, an average of 4. Influence, an average of 2. Um, we're giving it a total of 17.75, uh, which is... We gave the Warriors got a fifteen point seven five. Um, it's kind of like right in the middle, you know. Yeah, not right in the middle, but like pretty close. Not like that Chili's rating of like it's like a little higher yeah. in the middle. Yeah, you know, you know what you're in for when you're listening to this. Except I didn't. I didn't know what I was in for, and I fucking. Wanted to hit that hit that Prada pit. Oh yeah, they they play escapers salmon. <clears throat> yeah, I don't salmon anymore. I watched at my wedding. You saw I punched Aaron on accident. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. doing I was doing spin kicks in my suit. It was sick. Um, but yeah, that's the zombie EP by the Devil Wars Prada. All the um, family left, means- and we played POD. Yeah. We played POD at my wedding. POD rocks. Fucking POD rocks. I think, I think that should be a bonus for like when we're fucking feeling it. Just want to do a bonus since our my begging for Patreon has not done anything. We also haven't tried to grow our show at all. But uh, um, yeah, we should just do a live by POD one day. Oh, yeah. This is a surprise POD drop. I mean, we're, we're going to yeah. be getting close here soon. Oh, that's true. Um, that's not for like two weeks, though. Um, <laughs> um, well, three weeks. Yeah, this comes out Tuesday. Yeah, like three weeks. Um, next week, we're talking about, I already forgot. Oh, Mystery Signals. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mirrors. Talking about Mike Mirrors. Brown. With Mike Brown. When... Who, who's from Canada? So we talk about Regina Pizza, and that's it. Fuck. So bad. Um. So check that out. Uh. Thank you all for listening. Um. Shout out to producer Gabe for producing our episode, editing our episodes for us. Except for um, this one, I'm gonna do this it. one. Yeah, we 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 got this is a rush job. Um. Shout out to Chris from Youth Energy for our artwork. Um, and like, I haven't said this in a while. The second he sent me the artwork, I was like, this is fucking perfect. It's so good. So I hope you guys like it because we do. Um, thank you, Chris. Chris from uh, Youth shout Energy, out expect to- an email from me soon because I finally got song back from Pablo 
for the drums and um, if he can do metalcore artwork like the way he did for ours, then I think ours heavy sky when can use some Chris from Youth Energy fucking artwork. Also, the rejection pack he did was sick. So exactly, and yeah, printed on comfort colors. So shout out comfort colors. Um, uh, shout out Isai for the theme song that he wrote for a wrestler, and then we used it instead. Hey, it's getting used. Yeah. Um, shout out Roderick Strong. Um, shout out. Jamie Josta. Is there anyone else? Shout out Jamie Josta always. Um and yeah, that's it. Um thank you. Thank you all for listening. And um listen to Hate Breed, like we always say. Hate Breed is the best band of all time.